0: We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by his word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Gateway Chapel message. Welcome again, once again, welcome to church. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Today promises to be a great time. Now listen, the church has left the building, so welcome. Now, today is very special, and I want you to get set for divine encounter today. So, just before I bring up my mentor and our guest, let me just share a very simple story with you. Now, about 13 years ago, I was a professional, right? I was an entrepreneur, as well as pastoring this great ministry on part-time. And so in one of our coaches, I was scared to go full-time. And then in one of our mentoring coaching sessions, he said something I will never forget. My mentor and the person you're going to be listening to today said something I will never forget. He said, Pastor Eddie, you cannot work for United Nations and be paid by Coca-Cola. I'll say that again. He said, you cannot work for United Nations and be paid by Coca-Cola. And that was the end. He said, nothing more, nothing less. But listen very carefully. That statement hit my spirit with a big bang. Instantly, faith was infused into my heart, so much so that I gave up my career, and I'm talking about about 12,000 pounds a month career to go full-time in ministry with just 150 people, including children. So what am I saying? I am saying that even as you get set, because it's all about posture. It's all about posture. It's all about perspective. But my heart was open, I was teachable, I was hungry, and I was expecting God to do something for me in that that coaching session. So today, listen, you are going to be blessed. I know so. And so get set, get your hearts ready, get your pen and paper, and I know that as he ministers today, you'll be blessed. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone here under the sound of my voice. I ask, oh God, that you touch their heart today in the name of Jesus. I declare today as a day of encounter, even as your word comes today, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and you say, Amen. And with a love of expectation, receive with me this morning, my mentor, Pastor Abraham O'German. God bless you.
1: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's such a joy for me to be with Gateway Chapel again this morning. And I trust the Lord to give us some encounter in this service. Before we go ahead, shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of your presence in this service this morning. Holy Spirit, visit us again. Give us understanding. Make it a time of divine intervention for everyone. At the end of this service, change our lives and let the name of Jesus be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Before I go ahead, I'd like to bless the Lord for the life of Pastor Eddie and Pastor Bola and every member of Gateway Chapel. I miss you guys so much. It's such a joy to be with you again this morning. I'd like to share with us on the mystery of divine intervention, and I would like us to be very attentive as I trust the Lord to speak into somebody's life in the few moments we are spending together. By way of introduction, divine intervention is a need in our life. It is not just a want. It is a need. It is what you need. If you must not be stranded in life, you need divine intervention. You want to ask me why? Two reasons among so many. Number one, life is full of satanic interferences and interruptions. We don't need to be told that with what is happening all over the world now. We never planned for this, but this is where we find ourselves. Interruptions, interferences. Psalm chapter 74, verse 20. The Bible says, Have respect unto your covenant, O Lord, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitation of cruelty. So you need something to leverage for you. You need intervention. The second reason why we need divine intervention is because we are limited in handling the challenges of life. We are limited. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter how strong you are, your ability is not enough. You need somebody or someone or something to intervene for you. In Psalm 124, verse 1 and 2, this is David speaking. He said, if it had not been the Lord, who had been on my side, what would have been my story? If it had not been the Lord, the story would have been different. When men rose up against me. So we need divine intervention. Solomon says something in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. He said, there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end of it is destruction. We don't know it all. We need divine intervention. You cannot make it by yourself. Your skill is not enough. Your own knowledge is not enough. You need something to leverage for you. The question now is, how can I receive divine intervention? And I please will request that we listen attentively from this point. I'm going to give us about five channels for us to have divine intervention. But first, to help our understanding, we need to understand another phrase for divine intervention is divine help. Divine help. Because the help of God is the All-purpose solution to all the problems of life. So we shall be using those words, those statements interchangeably. Divine help, divine intervention. So number one, how you can receive divine intervention. Recognize that you need help. Recognize. That you need help. I don't care how far you have gone. I don't care your status or your position. Every moment of your life, you will need help. In 1 Samuel, chapter 2, and verse 9, here the statement from a man, the Bible says, his word never fell to the ground. It said, by strength shall no man prevail by strength. Ladies and gentlemen, when the chips are down, your strength will fail you. When the chips are down, what you think you know will fail you. You will need something to leverage for you. Apostle Paul, the man who wrote over half of the New Testament, said something in Acts chapter 26 verse 22. He said, having therefore of the helps of God I have continued until this day you may start but continuity belongs to the Lord having therefore obtained the helps of God I pray for somebody here whatever help you need to move to the next level God will make it available to you for the first requirement recognize you need help the moment you think you have arrived by yourself you are in trouble You always will need help. Number two, how can I receive divine help? Recognize God as your ultimate helper. Ladies and gentlemen, God can use different means to help you. He can even use your enemy to help you. But at the end of the day, God must be your ultimate helper. If you trust in anything else, you miss it. Here, David again, we cannot stop, but always refer to David. He never lost a single battle. The Bible says he fought about 65 battles. He never lost a single one. Psalm chapter 121, verse 1 and 2. I will lift up my eyes unto the hill. From whence comes my help? He said, My help comes from the Lord who makes the heaven and the earth. Recognize God as your helper. Trusting in the arm of flesh will fail you, but you cannot trust in the Lord and never fail. They that trust in the Lord, they that know the Lord, the Bible said they shall be as Mount that can never be removed. Never forget that. Never forget that. The third things we need to know In order to receive divine intervention, recognize the word of God as your authentic channel for divine help. The word. The word. The word. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word, and his word healed them. And deliver them from all their destruction. The word of God. If this word created a whole world, I believe you can create your own world. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. And God said, and God saw, the word, the word, the word. I like what the Bible said in John chapter 1. And I want us to look at it. John chapter 1 from verse 1 all the way to 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was with God. The same was with God from the beginning. Look at verse 3. All things were made by him, and without him was anything made that was not made. The Word. The Word. What will be my counsel? You are face-to-face with issue. You need divine intervention. Check this book. What does it say about the situation you are going through? Anything it says is final. The Bible says your word is forever settled in heaven. The word, the word. Never mind what is happening. Find out what is written. Because very soon, what is written will take over from what is happening. I discover we get stranded in life because we have not paid attention to what the word says. I always encourage believers, settle down, to find out what this book says. This is the manual for life. We are careful to look through the manual for every equipment we buy. But we are not careful to look at this manual of life. Everything about you is here. You need intervention, get in here. Everything about your life, everything about your destiny is contained here. When you locate it, help will answer for you. I thought I had somebody's amen there. You will never lack help anymore in your life. As you look into the law of perfect liberty, the word of God, you locate help for your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number four, how can I receive divine help? Recognize prayer as your communication channel for the call for divine help. I'm going to disabuse our mind concerning the religiosity of prayer. Oftentimes, we think prayer is just shouting and calling the name of Jesus. No. The word prayer is a judicial language. What is prayer? Prayer is making submission from the Constitution. This is the Constitution. Like in the court, as a spiritual lawyer, attorney, get submission from here and make it unto God. Why would you depend on it? Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. This is the word of the judge of the whole earth. He said, Call upon me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Are you challenged? Are you at a crossroad? He said, Speak to me. Let's talk about it. I think the reason why we get stranded in life oftentimes, we don't go into communication with God. We shout. We cry, we weep. Every person Jesus met in challenges, he told them, weep not. Come, let's talk about it. Go before the Lord from the Constitution. And that's why I believe you cannot effectively pray except you know the will of God. First John chapter 5, verse 14. He said, and this is the confidence that we have Every time we ask according to his will, he hears us. Not according to your situation. Not according to your emotion. Not according to your feelings. Your feelings don't move God. Speak to him. Communicate with him based upon his word. I can tell you. He will step in for you. In Mark chapter 11, verse 24. This is the word of the Lord direct from the mouth of Jesus. He said, therefore, whatsoever you desire, what a blank check. When you pray, believe that you have it and it's all yours. Whatsoever, whatsoever, discuss it with me. Before you begin to cry over circumstances, Talk with God about it. There's something I do often. It has worked for me over the decades. I write out my prayer points. I don't just shout out. And oftentimes, when I write out a prayer point, I look at it. I say, no, God won't answer this. God will not answer. It doesn't make sense. God will not give you just because you want it. He will give you because it's according to his word. So write it out. Look at it. Check it with the Constitution. Does it align with it? And I can tell you, God will not deny you. I pray for somebody here this morning. From now, as you speak to him, he will answer you. The Holy Ghost will guide you. The word of God will find expression in your prayer so that everyone will hear you, even as you call, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Prayer is our communication channel to call for divine help. That is why when it comes to prayer, it's not how loud. It is not the emotion. Yes, you could attach emotion to your prayer. That is allowed. It must be according to His will. So when you find yourself in the need for divine intervention, get into the word first. Find out Is it contained in the covenant? And when you locate it, use it to discuss with God. Use it to talk with Him. And I can tell you, He will answer you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number five How can I receive divine intervention? Recognize thanksgiving. As a master key that opens the door for divine help. Thanksgiving. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. If you observe, we always refer to scriptural references in handling the things we want from God. There must be a reference point for those things you want from God. Otherwise, it's nollywood. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. Don't run yourself into panic mode. No anxiety. He said, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Make your request known unto God. Whatever kind of prayer you are praying, you must package it in thanksgiving. That's what that scripture means. Prayer, supplication, petition, whatever it is, it must be packaged in thanksgiving. Then make your request known unto God. Oh, the situation is so devastating, it doesn't matter. The Bible says, in everything, give thanks. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thanksgiving. Even in the times we are in now, we must develop the attitude and lifestyle of Thanksgiving. You know why? No matter how bad the situation is, if not for God, it will have been worse. That is what David said. You remember this? Leper, in Luke chapter 17, you can read from verse 11 back, ten of them, leprous, they had Jesus in town, shouted, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus gave them instruction, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible said, they did that, they were cleansed. And in verse 15, The Bible said, one of them, when he saw that he was cleansed, he turned back and with a loud voice, he gave thanks. And Jesus asked a question. Were there not ten? Where are the other nine? Why is it that it's only this one that came back? And in verse 19, he said, thy faith has made it whole. And I ask myself, what is the faith there? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let me explain. Let me give you the scenario of what happened there. I think it will help a lot of us. Leprosy, among so many, has about four presentations medically. There is the deadness of the cell. You don't feel anything there. There is itching. Lepers will scratch themselves to blood. There is the stompness of the finger. There's also the discoloration of the skin. I don't know what this one leper saw. I'm sure some of those presentations were still there. Perhaps the itching had stopped. The stumpy fingers were still there. The discoloration of the skin was still there. Perhaps he could not have any feeling. But he saw that itching had stopped. And he turned back. I'm sure he came to a conclusion. The one who could stop one of these presentations, he must be able to stop the rest. Let me give him thanks for that. And because of that thanksgiving, Jesus stepped in, perfected his health. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you are not where you plan to be yet, but don't tell me you are still where you began from. I know God has not done everything you ever wanted him to do for you, but don't tell me God didn't do anything. This is the essence of thanksgiving. You must take time to look around, identify what God has done for you. As you thank him for that, what he has not done will be done in your life. That is why thanksgiving must become a lifestyle. Show me a thanksgiver. I will show you a recipient of eternal divine intervention forever. And I pray that will be your experience. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray the grace to give thanks will rest upon you today. Can I warn us? I have outlined five channels. And the major intention of the adversary is to deviate you from all this channel. He will try to make you think you don't need help. You need. Don't wait until the chips are down before you recognize you need help. Always remind yourself you have not arrived there yet. Always remind yourself you are not master of everything. Always remind yourself there is something that you still need that you do not yet have. Always remind yourself you are not master of all. The moment you carry that mentality, you are a candidate for divine help. And of course, even though God can use diverse means to meet your need, never forget, is the ultimate provider of your need. I don't care how many other avenues you have. The ultimate helper is God. The psalmist says, send help from heaven, O Lord, for vain are the help of man. Thank God for men and women around us who have been helpers in one way or the other. But I tell you, you cannot trust in the help of man. But I tell somebody something this morning. You can trust in his help. He never fails in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The moment you allow the enemy to take your eye away from God, you are in trouble, particularly in the times we are in now. There is no better time than now that we need God. Every other thing seems to be failing, but I know somebody that never fails. And I believe God for somebody this week that we are starting his help will locate you. Where you never imagined help can come, God will make it possible for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May I also, as I begin to round up, give somebody a counsel, make this book your companion. Make this book your companion. I'm one of the people that always insist. You must have a hard copy of the Bible for yourself that you read. Thank God for all the electronic and social devices. They are very good. But have one of this, where you peep in one time or the other and allow the Holy Spirit to take you through it. I have made a commitment. Let me tell you how it works. When you are face to face with an issue, put that issue on your left hand and put the word of God on the right hand. Which one weighs more? Wherever the scale tilts, let that be your direction. And I can tell you this book will never lead you astray. I like what Daniel Webster, the man who wrote the Webster Dictionary said. He held up the Bible. He said, I wonder how any Christian will ever miss his way when he has the Bible. I'm also surprised with this book you can't miss it. In this confused dispensation that we are in, get down with the book. Find out what it says. Allow it to lead you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, make prayer a lifestyle. Don't pray when things get bad. In good times, in bad times, make prayer a lifestyle. Make prayer a communication channel between you and God. We don't just pray for things. We pray to increase our interaction with God. It's a communication language with the heavenlies. Develop it. Practice it. Involve yourself in it. And I tell you, before a need will arise in your life, God will supply the blessing to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like I said, I pray for somebody here, make Thanksgiving a lifestyle. Oh, things are so bad, things are so tense, but I can tell you, if not for God, it will have been worse. I like what my son told me about some 15 years ago. He called me. He said that the only for just ministered something to me, I said, what? He said, he said, if the devil shows you one thing that is not working, quickly show him hundred that are working. That will provoke thanksgiving in your life. Because what the enemy wants to do is to show you the things that are working. What about the things that are working? The enemy tries to show you what God has not done. What about what the devil wants to do that God did not allow him to do? We must carry this perspective. I tell you, if you will do that, thanksgiving, We become a lifestyle in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know in the midst of this pandemic, God will change somebody's story. Even when people think there is a casting down for you, there shall be a lifting up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All said and done, ladies and gentlemen, this is not motivational speaking. All those five channels, what makes them possible is the life in Christ. I therefore want to invite you. If you have not given your life to Christ, there is no way you can recognize the helper. If you have not given your life to Christ, this book will be close to you. If you have not given your life to Christ, you won't even know what to pray for. If you are not giving your life to Christ, you cannot be thankful. May I therefore invite you wherever you may be to surrender your life to Christ. There are some of you, maybe you took that decision sometime. but because of the circumstances of life, you found you have deviated from the way of the Lord. I like what Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 22 says. It said, return ye backsliding children. And I will heal your backsliding. How do I know if I'm backsliding? You discover you can't pray. How do I know if I'm backsliding? You discover this book does not make meaning to you anymore. How do I know if I'm backsliding? You discover those things that you have separated yourself from. You are back to them again. Check it. And the problem with backsliding is the moment you begin to slide back, you don't have the power to stop it, except Jesus helps you. That is why I say, return, return, return. For those two group of people, it would be my joy to pray for you. You want to return to the Lord. You want Jesus to take over. You want him to be your helper, to step into the situation of your life and show you the way to go. Wherever you are, Just place your right hand upon your chest. If you like, you can close your eyes as I pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for your work today. I present these precious people unto you. By your blood, Lord Jesus, forgive their sins. They have come to you. Receive them back to yourself. Give them new life. Help them to know you better and become the author of divine intervention in their life. Thank you, Father, for doing it. Take all the glory and praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I'm so glad for you, for the decision you have taken this morning. Your life will never be the same. God bless you and congratulations.
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed!